We've gathered to praise the name of Jesus, our great Redeemer. We've come to share his story, especially the story of his cross and his resurrection. Yet he was our Savior long before Calvary. He was our hope and our salvation with every step he took and every word he said on this earth. On good days, she was simply ignored. On bad days, she was ridiculed and spat upon. But somehow, this woman found her way to Jesus as he was dining at the home of a Pharisee. She was so desperate to reach him that she risked the contempt of the other guests. Even Simon, the host of the party, was saying to himself that Jesus would have nothing to do with her if he only knew what kind of woman she was. But she didn't care what anyone thought or said. She knelt at Jesus' feet in love and repentance. And Jesus responded as he always does to those who come to him broken. 
a night Jews had celebrated throughout the centuries. Jesus knew that he would become the only Passover lamb they would ever need again. 
as he gathered with his closest friends. A discussion arose over who was the greatest among them. Jesus demonstrated how to settle the argument by girding himself with a towel like a slave. Then the only begotten Son of the Most High got down on his knees and washed their dusty, grimy feet. Behold the Lamb, serving those he loved, preparing them for what they were about to face, breaking the bread and pouring out the wine, just as his body would be broken and his blood spilled for their redemption. They went out from the meal to the Mount of Olives, where it was his custom to pray. In great agony, Jesus looked ahead to what he knew he would have to suffer. If it's possible, Father, do not make me drink this cup, he cried in anguish. Yet I lay down my will so that your will can be done. Behold the Lamb, praying for his disciples and praying for every soul that would be his. Behold him humbly submitting to his Father's plan. Behold him preparing to glorify God as only he could. arrested and deserted. He was beaten and humiliated and wrongly accused. Throughout the night, he was taken from one unjust trial to another. He stood before Annas, Caiaphas, Pilate, Herod, and Pilate again. He was charged with insurrection, treason, and blasphemy. In every case, he was found to be innocent. Yet the crowd and their leaders would not be satisfied until a sentence of death was pronounced. Behold the Lamb, the one who spoke worlds into existence, standing silently as they mocked his deity, rejected his love, and sneered at his sovereignty. took his life from him. He could have stopped the painful parade up to Calvary with a word, but he never uttered it. Instead, he opened his arms to the beam, 
He opened his hands to the nails, and he allowed himself to be crucified. Behold the Lamb, surrendering his life, bearing our sin, absorbing the wrath of God in our place, and finally dying for our atonement. Jesus had cried, it is finished, in his last moments on the cross, and now it was. In his death, the sacrifice had been made. The debt had been satisfied. Our redemption had been secured.
If it had all ended with Jesus dead and his body placed in a borrowed tomb to stay, the story would have been tragic. But early on Sunday morning, something happened that changed everything. The women who had come to anoint his body found the stone rolled away. Peter and John discovered the tomb empty. Mary came face to face with the risen Lord in the garden. The day was filled with wonder and excitement, and their sorrow was transformed into joy with the incredible news. What is the best part of this story? It's the part you tell, 
about the day the truth of who Jesus is and what he did penetrated your heart and changed your life.
only this the Apostle Paul wrote. Since we preach that Christ rose from the dead, why are some of you saying there will be no resurrection? If there's no resurrection, then Christ hasn't been raised either. And if Christ hasn't been raised, all our preaching is useless and your faith is useless. And we apostles would all be lying, for we have said that God raised Christ from the grave. If Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless and you're still guilty of your sins. If our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in the world. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. After the resurrection, the early disciples visited the empty tomb. They saw Jesus alive. They talked to him, touched his wounds, and ate with him. All who have followed him since then have the evidence of eyewitness testimony. But far better, each of us has had a personal encounter with the living Christ. Christ has been raised. Our hope is real. Our future with him is certain. We know our Redeemer lives. Who taught the sun?